0: Welcome
1: to Gross
0: Anatomy.
1: Mm-hmm. You're saying we're live. Saying we're live, we're Dr. Live, Cohen. Live,
0: Lauren? Lauren Taylor with Gross Anatomy Podcast. Hi, Lauren Taylor with Gross Anatomy. I forgot how to speak. Lauren <laughs> Taylor with Gross Anatomy Podcast. I am Dr. Jason Cohen. Mm-hmm. And welcome to Gross Anatomy Podcast. What do we do here?
1: Uh, we talk about the sights, sounds, and smells of medicine, how it relates to pop culture, life, TV, movies, the world around us. The world around
0: us. Don't forget the world around <laughs> us. And
1: uh, It's broad, but not broad.
0: It's not broad. Is broad an okay PC word anymore?
1: Oh. Oh. <laughs> I know. That's silly. I was like, I don't even know how to take that wrong, and I was like, oh, got it. Exactly.
0: And it sounds, at least right now, that they're not doing construction yet, I know today. there were
1: a lot of angry horns, though. I don't know there what's were, going on. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, we're gonna have to. We we we're gonna start a Kickstarter campaign, maybe. Mm-hmm. Everybody, give us a dollar. Yeah, so, so we, we can, can get, get some our real own studio. studio Space. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, we should get a Kickstarter page.
1: We should. We've been getting some good interviews, despite our mom and pop setup. We
0: have. It's been very exciting. Yes um
1: so more interviews to come We're just more interviews to, to come and certainly
0: if you're a listener and want to be on the show or know someone who you think should be on the show let us know yes. in fact dr shapiro the reason we found her was someone who followed us on instagram another physician said hey i think you should reach out to this person we are friends and why don't you see if she wants to be on our podcast and sure enough she did foolishly she said <laughs> okay but we had a we had a great time and mm-hmm. we learned a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah so that's yeah. We're going to talk to Dr.
0: Nina Shapira about hype.
1: I'm Her glad book. that you. I'm glad you're glad. I'm glad that you reminded the audience of that because yes, yeah, send us send us in your suggestions and we'll reach out to these people. Right. So going into pop culture is kind of like uh, what we were going to talk about today. Anyways, you had watched this show on Netflix called Sex Education. I did. Which surprised me. And you said that it was Wait, good. Wait, it surprised you
0: that I watched it? Or yeah. the show surprised you?
1: I don't know, because I, I saw the trailer and it didn't really look that good. But you said it was good and you watched both seasons. Right. And we had talked about maybe that's a good topic for a podcast. So that's what we're doing. Um, but do you know
0: why? I, I? So I had started watching it. Mm-hmm. And I think I watched not even the first episode with my wife and then I stopped. I thought it was cute and interesting, but, mm-hmm. but then I was over it. And then it turns out... One of my kids, actually both of them watched it. Okay. Um, my 13 and 15-year-old daughters both watched it. Yes, I'm a bad dad. I, I, my 13 and 15-year-olds watch it. Um, and they both had talked about it a little bit. Um, and I think the 15-year-old doesn't mind that I watch it, but the 13-year-old is incredibly embarrassed that I watch it and talk about it. Um, as is she also embarrassed that I talk about and watch Big Mouth, which I
1: love. Right. Right. But is that like a show that your wife watches and then has a conversation with the kids about? Or is it just you guys... You know, just let them watch what they want.
0: No, we let, we're let we very bad parents. We let them watch what they want. But one of the reasons why I decided to re-watch it is because they were talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know what they what were, they were watching. watching. Right, okay. So it, more to kind of get a sense of what's going on. So a lot of times our kids watch things before we know about them. And then we'll watch them to kind of be able to have conversations with them about the show.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. that's how you watch it. And 13
0: so Reasons you- Why is that show about suicide. Right. Which is almost was like the greatest teenage show until they had the suicide, and then it was probably the worst thing ever. Yeah, but it was a good it was well done, but mm-hmm. it was horrible in because of
1: why yeah, the did my subject matter to watch right
0: Depressing suicide things.
1: yeah, but sex education, from what I can tell, is I don't know, it's kind of a comedy. I'm not sure.
0: It's definitely comedic, right. I think it's a... What's the word for it? A dramatic comedy? A dramedy. Or, or a comedic dramedy? Mm-hmm. Or a comedic drama? Okay. And I forget how long the episodes are, but they're... I
1: think they're almost an hour. Almost an hour I watched yeah. the first two. Uh-huh.
0: Um, Interesting. Great cast.
1: Yes, great cast. I thought a lot of the characters were kind of characters you see in most teen shows. Like, a little cliche. Although I did like the gay best friend, who I didn't think somehow was as cliche because the actor was really good
0: he's great and what about Gillian Anderson
1: she's great How do you So you Gillian or Gillian Gillian
0: it is Gillian with a G
1: it's spelled with a G I'm almost I'm 99.9% sure like charged. Gilead Gillian Anderson Gillian yeah I think so let's go, let's go strong great. with that she is great but very skinny how did she lose? Yeah, she must She's be on like the keto diet. She looks yeah. totally different than she did on X Men. She X-Men. looks great though. Yeah. Yeah. Not X Men, X Files. X Files. Right. So. I didn't watch that, by the way, X Files. Did you? I watched some of them. You did watch some? Yeah. My did dad, you like that show? My dad's a big fan. Oh, uh, interesting. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Okay. You know how, like, I'd get excited because he would get excited about I it. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It's a
0: show you watch with your dad.
1: Right. Okay, so I guess we should talk about what the show is. Explain the show.
0: I explain the show. You explain the show. (laughs) Okay, Lauren, why don't you tell us what sex education the TV show? Okay, so it falls. It's
1: the story of Otis, who's a socially awkward teenager, which most I feel like teen shows are about. Right. Who's ambivalent about sex, despite the fact that his mom is a sex therapist. Right. Played by Gillian Anderson.
0: Right, and he's played by. He's a minor celebrity himself. Is Asia he? Butterfield,
1: yeah. I didn't recognize He's a very well-known, young, up-and-coming actor. No,
0: he's been in a lot of stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was in um, Ender's Game, although I could be wrong. But he's been in a lot so of see other... See, you see a
1: lot of stuff I don't see because you have I've teens. I have daughters, yeah. But I actually
0: enjoyed the book Ender's Game. I read that book.
1: Okay, yeah, I don't um, uh,
0: The movie was so-so, I, and I think he's the actor in it, but the book was really great. Um, um. but yeah because of my kids I, I tend to watch a lot more stuff plus I'm just you know a freak and a fan of all stuff so I try mm-hmm. to watch all genres except for horror except, except for horror you say horror and I say horror
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we both agree that scary movies aren't for us they're not for us no, right
0: exactly
1: so then after inadvertently helping the oh, school bully oh with wait his, wait wait okay
0: but he's not only is he ambivalent about sex... Yeah. He has issues. Right. Right. He right. has sex issues, oddly enough, because his mom is a therapist.
1: Right. Right. So... Okay, go ahead, yeah. But then he inadvertently helps a school bully with his sex performance anxiety. Right. And he sets up, like, a sex advice business with Maeve, who's, like... The, the bad girl. The bad girl. Yeah. The cliche bad girl.
0: Who I love, though. She's good. She's great. And, and she's a great character and, and is a great actress... And she's kind of like, um, like Ali Sheedy a little bit.
1: Which is funny that you say that because I, so I was trying to figure out when the show is supposed to be played. Like what time is it? Yeah, they but have it cell took phones. it took so long. It took the cell phones for me to realize that because the way they dress is like the '90s, but like bit. the '90s fashion is coming back, I guess. And there's but that. then someone made a reference to a home. Someone said a homophobic joke, and they go. Homophobia is so 2008. And I was like, what year is this? this is this supposed to be it's 2009? Current.
0: No, it's totally current.
1: Okay, I couldn't figure that out. But then I read um, the creator, Lori Nunn, is British, but she said she also has a love of American film and TV, like you, and that it's a throwback to American nostalgia, like John Hughes. Yeah, be-
0: it's definitely British. And so I was club. like,
1: John Hughes, and then you said Ali Sheedy. I was like, that makes more sense of like what they're trying to do because I was confu- a little confused about like their clothing and like yeah. the style yeah
0: and for sure there's actually an episode in the second season that is a total homage is that how you say the word yeah not homage
1: <laughs> uh, you should never ask me on the yeah. same thing it's a
0: total homage or a total homage yes is that right I don't know it's a <laughs> breakfast club it's okay. a total breakfast club episode and mm-hmm. it was great because there's this, and so I hope you keep watching
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, now you made me want to keep watching.
0: Yeah, there's definitely. I kind of a made the of mistake Hughes. of
1: watching it with my husband. He definitely wasn't into it. So then it's like the opposite of the X Files vibe. Like uh, I could tell he wasn't he into like it. it, and I then think I was if just you like, a few
0: more episodes, he might be into it. Okay. Because you start really loving Maeve. Okay. And, and I and I I think he would start loving Maeve. All right. Oh. And then you want to keep watching it. I don't
1: have anything else to watch? I will give yeah. it some. I will yeah. give it some more chances. Right. All right. So that's what that's about, and they do. I guess you watch more than I did, but they do give, like, a little bit of sex advice, I guess.
0: They're really, you know, interestingly, as as the seasons go on, I mean, there are a ton of different kids coming in, either to his mother or to him more so, with different types of sexual issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a sex ed class uh, and a sex ed teacher. Um, and they really go on... You know, it's it really pushes the envelope about discussing sex, but there's there's all aspects of sex and education in terms of homosexual sex. So it really is, to some degree, a sex education uh, for the viewer too. Right. Um, oddly enough. Yeah, I even though that's got, not why you're watching. It. Yeah,
1: I kind of got that from that because the episode I saw, I think it was episode one, was like. The biology teacher was a little bit stressed because he had to do a sex ed, another sex ed lesson for the class because there was like a pubic lice outbreak. Right. So it's kind of like, okay, that's a thing that people should know about. So it's a fun
0: show, and I, and I think it, it, um, you know, he's a little too smart and a little too good at giving out advice, uh, ultimately, eventually, oh, although he has plenty of failures too. But it's it's kind of fun watching... The characters develop. I think that's okay. one of the best things about it. Like, I wind up really... One of my favorite characters, believe it or not, is the bully.
1: Okay. so He most becomes shows... one of my
0: favorite characters.
1: Okay, most shows take, like, a while to get into. So maybe that I just need to give it another... Yeah,
0: and I would try to get your husband to watch a little bit more. Because right. the characters, all of them really develop. Okay. Um, I like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it really gets kind of fun.
1: All right. Yeah. So that's a recommendation. Yeah. How does that compare to Big Mouth? Is it basically like this is sex ed for 16, 17, 18 year old, Or that's like they're in their junior year or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little more. And Big more Mouth is more like when they're hitting kids. puberty. Yeah.
0: That's puberty, and these kids are already like totally in it, you know, like full on high school. But there's definitely, but one thing that I think is true is and I think it's because of the internet and because of phones I do think sex is much more out there whether or not it's educated and taught but there's definitely more about sex today than there was when I was a kid it was much more taboo and under the table mm-hmm. um, and and uh, I, at least I think it's a real depiction of how high school is today uh, in terms of that much sex being out there and in front of people, um, and there's a lot more in this particular show that I I thought was great. There's a lot more homosexuality, mm-hmm. and it and it's out there, and it's really part of the show, and mm-hmm. I think it's great. It certainly wasn't a part of my childhood, and if it if it had been, that was really you know under you know deep right. in the closet, and so. Um, but but they also you know the kids go through. It's hard being a kid at any age, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely very much a tribute to John Hughes. I, I think if you keep w- keep watching it...
1: John Hughes I love. Yeah.
0: I, I think you'll really see a lot of the John Hughes stuff.
1: Okay. And some of the
0: music is fun, too.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. I will take your advice. Yeah.
0: And Big Mouth is just more silly and wacky and out there.
1: If you had to choose, you couldn't... Because one's animated. No, I like Big Mouth. Okay. Yeah. Still your face Because it's,
0: it's, it's more infantile okay. and dumb <laughs> and silly. And I found... I found Big Mouth to be like there was laugh out loud stuff. Okay. In in. Um,
1: I feel like I laugh out loud so infrequently now. It shows that yeah. Yeah. If a show makes me. Especially when I'm at the Lol, career, I'm, I'm laughing out loud. I'm a fan forever. Yeah,
0: but um, it, I think what's a um, sex education is a little more real. So there's some cringe stuff too, and a little you know, and you want it to kind of be happily ever after, and it isn't. So, um, but there's a lot of interesting. Depression and and not quite suicide, but there's a lot of good stuff in it too. And I and I really hope I I don't know I I really hope kids today, when they're watching these shows, I do like talking to my kids about them, even though they don't necessarily want me to. But I hope they're learning lessons as opposed to just watching the shows and taking the bad from it. I hope Mm -hmm. they're learning because I, I think as a kid I learned. From movies and TV I think I did um, Well this definitely seems and, like You
1: can learn more than like Watching 90210 or something Right Like at least they're trying right. to it's, it's definitely better Give you some education right. Not just be like And morale And morals too Yeah Yeah it, It's
0: not a soap opera Like 90210 Beverly Hills 90210 was Okay So what are we talking about?
1: So there is another Sex education It's not a show It's an episode on Goop Lab that I also watched You for watched this. Goop finally? So it's like, we have Sex Education is the show, the TV show with Gillian Anderson is on Netflix. Big Mouth, Younger, Skews a little, no, not really Skews Younger, it's for everyone. Everybody. It's an animated comedy. Right. But a different um,
0: point in, in... They're younger kids. Younger kids.
1: On Netflix. And then there's Goop Labs, which has six episodes. Whose show is that? Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow Show mm-hmm. Which we talked about That her Who show Who I like a lot Yes You talked about That her show was coming on And so I finally watched An episode Because it pertains To this topic um, She doesn't age By the way No she's gorgeous Right um, and, and
0: she always She looks exactly the same As she did When she was younger mm-hmm. She's found The fountain of youth
1: Yeah I mean that, I think that's probably Why uh, Goop works so well Right Because people want To look like her Right exactly Be her um, Did
0: we talk about Great expectations.
1: Yes, I loved her in that movie. Yes, me I too. love that movie. I love Ethan, Ethan Hawke. Hawk. Yeah, me too. Yeah, love it's a great movie. movie. Yeah, it really is. But Goop Lab, nothing so you, medical. No, no. But Goop Lab, you can watch any of the six episodes in any order. So I picked the episode about sex called "The Pleasures Ours. Why'd you pick
0: that episode first?
1: Uh, just because I thought it would pertain to this. Oh, I'm not against Gwyneth Paltrow, but I don't think I'm a Goop person. You're not a Gooper. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Do I, I don't they think call
0: I'm him a goober or a Gooper or uh-huh. neither.
1: I don't know. I think she says things are goopy or groupy. No, goopy. If they're goopy. like a topic that she likes. Gotcha. Um, but I did at the beginning of the episode. They do have a note now that pops up, and it says this series is is designed to entertain and inform, Kinda not like provide our medical advice. Like our podcast. Yes, you yes. should always consult a doctor because that's what our conversation we did about like new shows coming up and Goop Lab we talked about was one of them. And basically, we're like, we don't see the harm in it as long as it's just for entertainment. Right. People just need to remember that. Right. But I think she gets a lot of flack because people think she's trying to be more medical than maybe she is. Is she
0: trying? On the show, does it seem like she's trying to be preachy at all? or
1: No, it just seems. Me? No, but like, the pleasure is ours, is like, it, everything is out there. It's like. Well, what? Everything is out there. There are women just sitting in a circle naked. They're and the, you see them naked? Yes. There's no censors? So what happens at the beginning of this episode is they're talking to this lady, Betty Dodson. It's she doesn't have an MD by her name, okay. but she's a sex educator and she's okay. in her nineties. In it, her nineties. Yes, wow. but apparently she's um, she's helped like seventy thousand women. That's what it says, like with their sex problems. Okay. So it went along with our sex education topic. Right. So. Yeah, she is 90. She looks incredible for 90, but I don't know if she's, like, trying to be Dr. Ruth or not. Right. But she kind of reminds me of that a okay. little bit. Because like,
0: she's
1: old? No, just, like, I don't think Dr. Ruth is gimmicky. We talked about how... Yeah. We did a whole episode on her and how she's revolutionary. But it kind of... It's kind of gimmicky to me when you have a nine year old out there, like, saying, like, you know, fuck or, like, different things. Right. like Because it's obviously trying to make... Are we people blush. To say that word on I'll edit out no, saying okay. bad words. No, I think it's fine to say. It. Okay. Yeah. But that's what I she says joking. on the show, and Gwyneth Paltrow's blushing because like the thing she's saying. So in that sense, it seems and you want kind of. To see her blushing. Yeah. So okay. it seems kind of gimmicky. But apparently, right. Gwyneth Paltrow was out on this one. She was did everyone not, naked? She didn't participate. Oh, but so like, she's not naked. No, but other people that work for Goop get in the circle. They, and they all, were naked. Yeah. The point of them everyone all. Everyone is sitting
0: there naked.
1: Yeah. Th- so. Even her, even Betty Dodson is naked. Totally naked. Totally naked. And you
0: see the boobs and the vagina yes. and everything. I was
1: like, what? Did I only watched this show for and research. All the was, naked yes. people are
0: watching the other naked people?
1: Yes. So why they do this is... You have is, to be very comfortable with your body. Oh, there's no way in how... I couldn't do that. I would do this. No, So Gwyneth Paltrow couldn't even do this. Right. So all these women sit naked in a circle with the sex educator Betty Dodson in her, That's 90... Um, because it's supposed to help you shed your shame. They say that's the number one reason women have bad sex is because they have this shame. But I am like too, though. But I don't know how this circle's I helping. I shame, but I think... Yeah, I know. You know,
0: a certain amount of embarrassment about stuff. But I think men are just the same with that stuff. So that's just like the tip okay. of it.
1: And then it just gets... it. I don't know. It's supposed to be... I'm doing, quote, sisterhood. Right. I don't know if that shows for... I don't know who exactly that shows for. But it's supposed to help women be more comfortable with Is it comedic? Sex. No, it's supposed to. It's serious. Serious. But I don't know, like and the how. Men sitting
0: there, are they joking around or they're being very serious?
1: No, everyone's serious. I don't know if I'm, I'm using watch the it. word like hippie, but like that's right. all that can come to mind. It's like I too gotcha. much for me. Too out there. Right. Right. And then they're all like just looking at each other, like supposed to create some connection. So are, they,
0: are they masturbating? Is that why they're naked?
1: No, that's a different segment where oh. I think they have a masturbation like uh, person. Wow. Yeah. And they're
0: all sitting there masturbating together?
1: No, not together. Oh, okay, okay. This is just a naked circle to help them get rid of their shame.
0: Uh. okay. <laughs> I know. Did you learn anything?
1: Um, I mean, I don't, mm, not did really. Did you watch it with your husband? No, I did not watch that I one with my you husband. I wish I
0: would watch it with you. I would have liked to have heard his feedback.
1: Yeah, the only problem... the my, you didn't watch it with your my husband? My main problem with stuff like this is... In. Maybe it maybe it's shitty. Right. So I need to pay a lot of money to sit in circle naked with women and right. I don't, I don't get over this. No, I don't know. I just I think my only problem with like goop is I I'm not sure how much people have to pay to like feel like they can get rid of their problems. But then I guess the show's for free. So if it does help some people I mean, not for free, for however much Netflix costs. There was a review in The Guardian about the Goop Lab episode and it said basically, like, self-indulgence is relabeled as self-care and raised to high art. And I kind of agree with that.
0: Right. It's a little self Yeah, exactly. Right.
1: So that, like, that. yeah. If you can, you know, you can be your best self if you can afford all of these things. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's sure. a little bit of that. Right. That I think maybe... People like Gwyneth Paltrow don't know how normal people live. Right. You know, like, because it started with a newsletter, and I'm all for, like, her becoming a su- successful businesswoman. I'm very pro. Like, that's great. Good. She's amazing for that. But at the same time, like, when I was, my friend sent me her newsletter, that's how Goop started, I would look at it, and it'd be like, you know, a $95 hand cream. I'm like, I, right. I, I could never, like, afford yeah, that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then it's just gone up from there.
0: I gotcha. So, yeah,
1: but however, people want to spend their money.
0: Yeah, I don't really know these days what sex education is about in America. Do you?
1: I think, unfortunately, sex education is still a lot of abstinence only, but mm. they're trying to change it. And then a lot of like the public education goes into like funding and what gets cut and what doesn't get taught.
0: My guess is that's probably middle America, but I, I think in. My guess in New York and California, there's probably a little bit more right. talked about sex education than there's um, birth control, I think, talked about, but I, I could be wrong just from what I know a little bit from my daughters. I think it's more about puberty than sex, is my right. guess. Well, um, right. But I don't even remember, did, did you have sex education as a kid?
1: I don't even remember it. Yeah, and I don't like, even remember so- either. Apparently, most people support sex education. But then, according to the Sexuality and Information Council of the U.S., which I didn't know was a thing until I researched it, only 38% of high schools and 14% of middle schools across the country teach all 19 topics identified as critical for sex education by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Mm,
0: 19 topics, right? Eh? Well, that's, that's what a they lot. say. That's a lot of stuff to learn. I know. Interestingly, in... Sex Education, the TV show, there is an episode about abortion, Mm -hmm. um, and there's birth control. So it really does talk about everything.
1: Right. Well...
0: And abortion clinics, and, you know, pro-lifers versus pro-choicers. It it, it really does, you know, between Big Mouth and Sex Education, I almost think with a good teacher... I guess parents would probably be annoyed if their kids were watching those shows, but I think taught a certain way, those would both be decent shows to have kids see. Or talk about about it. Yeah, maybe talk about it. Believe it or not, they really... That's why I like them both so much. They're entertaining, Mm -hmm. but they're relevant, and I think they're real.
1: Any uh, gross anatomy stories? Anything else you want to share?
0: Any gross anatomy stories that I want to share?
1: medical advice
0: medical advice you mean pre-med advice with the ambulance and the sirens in the background yep um
1: any I hear other podcasts that definitely have way more money than we do they announce the sounds they
0: announce yeah
1: on the Conan podcast I heard him announce someone Judd Apatow drinking out of a straw
0: right exactly so so we had a hater I know uh, so we have a big siren in the background. That's because we're at a hospital here. Because we're
1: at a hospital. Exactly. Conan Enjoy O'Brien the announces the sound. So we can it, do it uh, too. Tim Ferriss. He took yeah. a sip of water. I think it, it adds
0: character. Yeah, it's it real. does. So stop hating. <laughs> um, let's see. So I was talking about Kings County. I think we've talked about maggots, haven't we? Yeah, Plenty we have. Of times. Um, did we ever talk about? Well one of the things that i loved about actually i was already a yeah i was a resident doing trauma surgery i don't think we told the story of the there was a patient who so there's something called an er thoracotomy or an ed thoracotomy er being the emergency room Mm -hmm. ed being an emergency department not erectile dysfunction um thoracotomy is a fancy word for opening up someone's chest the reason why we would open up someone's chest down in the emergency room is because the heart stopped beating, and we want to try to get that heart going again. Mm-hmm. That's a real simplif- simplification. Oftentimes, a patient, um, if they're shot or stabbed um, in the chest, and they had a heartbeat and then lose it, those might be reasons why in the emergency room, we may as quickly as possible, if there's a hole in the heart or something, fix it, and do chest compress, squeeze the heart, doing CPR, basically squeezing the heart in your hand, so basically we had a patient that came in, the ambulance calls us, hey, we have a guy, got stabbed in the chest, he initially had all of his vital signs, and in the ambulance, he lost his vital signs, so they wheel him into the emergency bay, the trauma bay, and that's an indication to open up someone's chest. So, I was the mid level resident, the senior resident. So, I took a knife. I had actually the same trauma surgeon who told who, who's the reason why I didn't go into trauma surgery and became a cancer surgeon. Dr. Dresden was there taking me through the procedure. So, basically, take a scalpel, slice open the side of their chest, spread open the ribs, get to the heart, mm-hmm. push the lung out of the way, get to the heart where the sac. Uh, around the heart is and you have to open the sac it's called the pericardium and then I have the heart in my hands, and there's a knife wound there and that's why the blood is leaking out of the oh heart so I took some stitches and I sutured up the heart mm. while everybody else is working on the patient doing other stuff putting putting them on the breathing machine breathing form tons of people are giving blood transfusions getting the blood back in the patient and I'm sewing up the heart now the heart is sutured up and but it's not beating so I start squeezing the heart to give it a boop 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 boop, Mm -hmm. with my hands and sure enough after doing that and we take the little cute paddles like you see in the TV in the TV shows they have the big external paddles that you go that look like um uh, what do they look like? The, you know, the paddles. Yeah. Everybody knows what the paddles NPRs. are. Yeah, ERs. Yeah. I you, know them. But then they actually have heart paddles that look like little spatulas that you put oh, on a heart okay. that are different to shock yeah, the I know heart what you're too. Talking about. And you've probably seen that in the show. So I would shock the heart and we got the heart going again. Oh
1: my God. We got the patient wow. going. I'm
0: drenched in blood. They're given blood products. And every few minutes we get the heart going again and then it keeps stopping. <gasps> And we keep getting it going and keep stopping. Aww. And finally, we call up to the OR saying, we're coming up. we got to do stuff up in the OR. And, and everybody starts pushing the patient. I have my hand in the chest. Um, my feet are up on the stretcher so that I'm going with the patient. I'm full in blood. And I'm squeezing the heart as we're going up into the elevator, up to the OR we work for hours and hours on the patient um, unfortunately after a while we lost the patient but this yeah, no. end well no it didn't end well um, how do you
1: pre- and I walked for-
0: out of there drenched in blood but I'll tell you I felt like a surgeon
1: right yeah of course how do you even so you can't prepare everyone's just like adrenaline is just like Adrenaline keeping is going you like crazy. just do what you can like just do your training like Have you did you sew a heart before? Like do you practice on actual like sutured
0: before, but I never sutured a heart before, no.
1: I don't like what is medical practice like can you like actually something that you,
0: you don't do a lot of, you know? maybe you get to do it a bunch of times in your training, and if you become a trauma surgeon, you do it a bunch of times, but it's not that common.
1: Right. I'm just wondering, like, when people donate their body to science, does that mean, like, you can actually, like, play with actual organs or do anything like that? Like, how do you...
0: Well, it goes more to the medical students and to autopsies and things like that. So it's not like... So nobody's
1: ever actually, like sewing no, up a
0: heart occasionally you do occasionally you can like sometimes if you're trying to work on a procedure you could go down to the pathology because that, that's in charge. the cadavers are, are kind of run by the pathologist and you could say C- can I come down and, and you know work on a cadaver or something oh, so okay. occasionally you okay. can
1: so just all your training just kicked in, and you just everyone just do, does what they can.
0: Right. But but it's a team, you know, and there are mm-hmm. a lot of people there. Everybody's helping. There's someone senior to me who's telling me at right. the time. But, you know, you could be the senior person, too, you mm-hmm. know, having done it a lot. But but that was a crazy And that didn't and, make
1: you... That wasn't enough to make you want to stay in medical trauma, because obviously... No, that's what...
0: No, I loved that stuff. It was mm-hmm. great. But then I realized... Um, California Dreaming, you know, that just, just, you know, it was snow and gorgeous and it, and it was, and then, then the thought of life, and unfortunately the reality is that was the same, my mom was dying, Uh. and I just kind of felt, and one of the things that was going to keep me in New York was my mom, but with my mom no longer alive, I was like, maybe it's a sign to do something, right, um, and, um,
1: make a change yeah yeah. well yeah. you obviously made the right choice
0: maybe who knows you always <laughs> think about it. who knows what would have been what could have should have would have
1: yeah I yeah. got you
0: one thing my mom used to say was yeah yeah no no and it meant nothing <laughs> but it was so wise yeah so who knows yeah yeah no no
1: uh, I, I would have liked your mom I feel
0: everybody liked
1: my mom that's very sweet yeah all right, well, thanks for sharing, Dr. Cohen.
0: And thanks for letting me talk about my mom. No, that was great. <laughs> yeah, that was a good gross anatomy story. It was perfect. I do like telling that story, but I, I think I should start lying and tell them that the patient's better. I know, I was on really <laughs> hoping that's
1: right? what exactly. happened. Yeah. All right. Tune in next week. Thanks, everyone.
0: Thanks for joining us at Gross Anatomy. Bye. Where I'm Dr. Lauren Taylor. Yep. And you're Jason Cohen. <laughs> And remember... We're just a bunch of Californians. Just a bunch of Californians. in the sunny not dream. Not necessarily doling out any medical advice. Nope.
1: It's all for entertainment.
0: Entertainment. And there you go.
1: Thanks. Thanks. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Gross Anatomy. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can check out more episodes on the evolving sights, smells, and sounds of medicine.